0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is TJP, otherwise known as TJ Perkins, otherwise known as the Cruiser Grade, otherwise known as the Phil and Flash, and you guys are listening to Get Show Podcast.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Crystal, the queen of Philippine wrestling, and I'm
0: here with Get Your Podcast. Get Your Podcast. Here we go. yo 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 how's everybody doing it's the get your podcast you here with the crew you got your homie justin you got jay and daryl's back welcome back welcome back welcome back yo yo what's going on everybody um it's been a rough week for me, uh it's been very busy. Um so I've been looking forward to doing this with y'all. Uh how's everybody doing? How's everybody's week so far?
1: Ooh, work work week's rough, but uh I feel like we're seeing some light at the end of the tunnel here with these uh Illinois in- implementing this five phase process, so Oh, think- oh. should the- that be renamed the John Cena five phase? That's what the governor said. I probably so the governor said a press conference. He did the gesture too. <laughs> um, yeah. Getting, getting, uh, camping up here for the last, what, eight weeks has been pretty rough, but yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I, I kind of agree with you too, Jay. I mean, like, no, I mean, we obviously have no problem doing this, but the people interaction is adds a huge element to what we do. And, um, Talking to a computer and not seeing you guys is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You <laughs> know, like I, I, you might as well just call me Michael Knight. I'm just talking to a damn car. Get
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World, the voice of the car. That? That, was that the voice what's for real? Yeah, Michael. Uh, yeah, yeah, Professor. What's it called? Mr. Feeney. Yeah, out of like, yeah, I didn't. Okay. So, I don't think uh, I can do this, Michael.
0: It's like, I'm yeah, putting, Corey, too? I'm putting my hand on the shift knob right
1: now. <laughs> and he's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then uh, the red scanner starts to go faster.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> is
2: this Topanga? What is this? Oh, oh, oh.
0: Uh, but anyway, uh, that's a little side note. Uh, today's episode is going to be real quick um, just because we got some things to doubt. Um, real quick, I just want to jump into the Last Dance documentary, the Chicago Bulls documentary, episode five and six. Um, what were you guys' thoughts on this whole episode? Let's let's start off with episode five.
1: Um, I, All I know is that Jordan ones price resale price got up like three times, three four times the price now. After that, I oh, about his shoes and how he got the shoe deal. Um, actually, one of my one of my coworkers is a thrifter, and he sold a Bulls. Yeah, now that all this stuff has been going on, in the Last Dance, all the Chicago stuff is selling for high price. He sold a Bulls warm up for a hundred eighty dollars, and it's like a it just says Chicago on it. I know it's a warm up, you know it's wear before the games, but damn, 180 bucks for that, for a shirt yeah, that's,
0: that's a Yeah, that's the thing now. that's I mean, like, with the documentary going on, everyone is just cashing in on nostalgia. I mean, um, you know, on the Get Your Merch Show, uh, Louis V, shout out, um, he showed his, his shirt that said success, and it had NBA Finals, and you know damn well, that's a bootleg shirt, because I even called it... <laughs> Do you remember hold on, we were talking about it. Do you remember do you remember when Grand Park used to have the Grand Park merch? Like it has nothing to do with the merch that starter or champion is putting out. It's like somebody made this and they couldn't officially use like Chicago Bulls, but they used, like names like um Don't Meet a Thing Without the Ring or Success. Or Unstoppable, like that type of stuff. Do you so, remember that?
1: So it was like those guys who sell their shirts, like, outside the stadium.
0: Yeah, or, like, uh, in the gas station. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm like? saying? No, 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 tent huts outside the Grand Park, like, like kind of, like, right before the main stage. Yeah.
1: yeah, the shirts are just on the guy's shoulders. Like, they're just, <laughs> yeah, running yeah. Running, like, up, up somewhere.
0: Just... That's the Grand Park merch right there, boy.
2: This you know, so- uh... You know when he was like he pulled it up. He's like, "Yeah, I got some of these holes in them." And in my head, I was like, when I was watching, I was like, "Yo, if that was Starter, there would be no holes in that." (laughs) Starter gets them like that good brand, good cotton, while like the Grant Park, the Grant Park sales are like easy holes right there. Newspaper, yeah,
0: like. But yeah, um, from one of the things I took away from the episode is that basically I like how it was done. Um, I like how the episode started off with, uh, of course, it sh- it started off with the music with Nas, you know, If I rule the World. Oh, yeah. um, and then, of course, it was talking about Madison Square Garden. Uh, talk about his, his, his supposedly his last game as a Chicago, Chicago Bull. Um, and he decided that his first game was wearing the Chicago Ones. So he decided his last game should be playing the Chicago Ones. And I thought it was so dope that he brought those shoes out. And as soon as he came out to, um, you know, warm up and everything, you just see Ron Harper and Tony Kukoc, their eyes immediately go straight to the ones. Um, You know, of course, that gives that still shows that the ones is still the iconic shoe, you know, and um, just a little um, sneakerhead kind of thing is like there's a little bit of conversation between Tony and Mike, how Tony was saying that I played in those when I was a kid. And Mike said that, no, you couldn't have. These were the eight, These are the 84s. So I'm thinking that Tony probably played in the retro version, the one that came out in 94. Mm. Anyway, that's just a little side thing. Um, and then it jumped off to the, the All-Star game with Kobe and Mike. And, um, you know, the, there's one little piece of footage that I, I, I always remember is when they were in the locker room. Do you guys remember this? And they're talking about... The the entire all, Eastern All-Star team is talking about what they think about that little Laker boy, Kobe Bryant. And then, you know, it goes to what Michael Jordan says, how he's going to turn the game into a one-on-one situation and forget about the team, right? W- what did you guys think about that?
1: Well, Michael Jordan is about, if, if if Kobe Bryant heard that, Kobe could have been like, yo, that was you when you first started your career, the same thing. Yeah, exactly. one-on-one so exactly. on one, one on one person too. Back then, at his age,
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, he was doing literally the same thing, right? You're right. And then, do you guys remember when, when, um, when Michael was like, he's gonna, he's gonna, he wants to turn the game into a one-on-one situation. He don't let the game come to him. And I don't know who it was, but did you hear somebody go, mm-hmm, like, who was that guy? <laughs> I like, to- who was Sean you, Kim was that Sean Kim? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Remember when uh, Busta Rhymes had that, that hype guy, the bald uh-huh. hype guy on his concert? That's the same guy. I don't know who – I don't know what his name is, but it's like he's that co-signer. It's like, you're right, and then just goes back in the in the back in the shadows.
0: Right, that's exactly. That's who that was. Who, that one, huh? Christian Lehner? Was that Christian Lehner?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I found once that really crazy uh... – how Nike was saying that their goal by year four was to sell four million of his oh, Jordan. Right. Yeah. He Sold one hundred twenty-two million pairs in the first year, so it's either Jordan is the man or that forecasting team Nike had is just really shitty
0: because. <laughs> well, I guess I mean they, I mean they, the reason why they probably came out with that number is because th- this is the first time that. The uh the that Nike put out a line for a player at that time. I mean, I know the Air Force ones came out uh, a couple years prior, but they didn't put as much investment into that shoe, and they killed that shoe after like a year or two, and then they brought it back. This situation with Michael Jordan was totally different. This is somebody has his own line, his own gear, his own ad, and and what they did was to capitalize on the shoe being banned. Which, which, by the way, wasn't that wasn't wasn't an Air Jordan one. It was it was a airship shoe, but like they capitalized on the whole marketing and and of course Michael Jordan like helped sold it itself. So like you know, of course, I I think they under they undervalued the amount of popularity that it would have, but obviously it showed that like you know Mike Mike helped sell the whole thing and, and the shoe took off. It literally flew.
2: So I was listening to a, uh, another podcast uh, uh, that I, know, was, I guess based out of Chicago. Pardon my take. Shout out to Pardon My Take because I listen to them a lot. Shut Shut uh, and they were saying that Adidas was actually was his number one, uh, his number one choice. But when yeah. he went to visit Adidas, they just proved they couldn't make a basketball shoe. So just think about like how salty Adidas had to be, knowing that like mm-hmm. they're you know like Nike's goal was four mil. And they shot up to 122 and then like Adidas just like, man, we could have just had that's it, like that that could have been uh the game right there, like the game changer on shoes right there, if they could just make something.
0: Right. And you know, going back to what uh they were saying, is like he wanted to go with Adidas first, because that's the shoe that he was playing with the whole time. And basically Adidas was gonna make him a shoe that was just like everybody else. They weren't gonna give him a line, his own brand like Nike was. It was just going to be like a player, like a player PE version. It just said, probably said Michael Jordan or his number on it. N- nothing different, you know? Um, you know, and then Converse was kind of approached too, but then it was kind of the same situation. Like everybody had their own shoes, just a version of their team colors. You know, and so, you know, and Nike, Nike put it out there. And you know what? Shout out to Michael's parents because Mike didn't want to do anything with Nike, but he he um was basically influenced and he took the trust of the parents doing it. I mean, you saw what his dad, he said, hey, you, you'd be stupid if you didn't take this deal.
1: Yeah, and but also like, going back to when you said if you were to go to Adidas, the, what, going into Nike, one of the main things was they had the Air Souls. That was the uh, innovation in shoe technology, so that's what came up with Air Jordan. So if you were to show up on Adidas – what could that, I mean, that Air Jordan nickname would have been gone. If he was on, on Adidas, it would have been called, like, Superstar Jordans. I don't know. Whatever's Adidas shoe. Right. Yeah. DX Jordan. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, it would have changed the whole landscape of, possibly, of his, his brand, I mean, if he were to change, if he was on Adidas compared to Nike, so. Um, one other thing I want to talk about is um... Oh, I have a few get-your-moments. So when Scotty and Ron, they, they beat the Knicks to secure home playoffs, home field uh-huh. playoffs, they're pouring beers in the cup. They're drinking beer after the game, right? Uh-huh. Did you see they're pouring beers in the cups? And I think from what I thought, that they were just pouring in the beer so they can hide what they're drinking. But then Scotty would pour the beer in the cup and then leave the can next to the cup. So it's like, the cameras know what you're drinking. But,
0: uh, and then did you hear Sky's like Kilma's drinking beer? They don't want to film us.
1: And Ron Harper's like, yeah, I'll let the film us. Yeah. Yeah!
0: <laughs> 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 like, Ron Harper's I like, like,
1: I don't got
2: no brand to protect.
0: And I like that little joke that Mike said about like, man, if you came here back when I was playing, they were drinking beers at halftime. And That, that yeah, they, seems like, they were getting nope. cigarettes from the coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, and then you know what? And then you hear like flashback to like Ron Artest. He's like, "Man, I was doing that when I was there." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Ron Artest, yeah, Ron Artest kept going in the '90s because I was doing it.
2: Yes. <laughs> Ron Artest is like Miller Lite's the real Gatorade. That's the real uh, Michael Jordan drink right there. So I might as well try that too. It's Miller time, and I ain't talking about
0: Reggie. Yeah,
2: <laughs> meta world peace.
0: Did okay, we- so speaking the uh, okay, Jay, was that your get your moment, or you got one more?
1: Uh, well, I want to bring up uh, episode uh, six because when they're kind of criticizing him for not being like a um, social justice, like an activist, the way celebrities oh, yeah. are, and part of me thinks like, I mean, I, I didn't mind that. I mean. From what I got, it wasn't that he was—he was more for just protecting his brand. He has all these endorsements, and uh and he just didn't want to make the wrong turn. And yeah, that might be selfish, but he was just taking care of himself. And I think things might be different in like if he grew up in the social media age, where you know every chance mm-hmm. to talk, maybe he maybe his attitude would have been different. Um, now that these athletes have this type of platform with social media, but back then. There wasn't that much. And he was more so just kind of just focused on himself. And I don't I don't mind that.
0: Yeah. I, and you know what? I don't have a problem with that, too. I, I don't know why in in this society, for whatever reason, like when somebody of a Michael Jordan or a Tom Brady or um, uh, Ennis Cantor, um, I, I don't understand why people like us need to know what their political stance is, is that that's not going to it shouldn't make us change our opinion. It'll just be like, well, I don't know. I don't agree with Ennis Cantor and his political political views, but whatever. Like, I don't understand why does it matter, you know what I mean? And then if if he doesn't choose the popular whatever trend at the time is, then he's like looked at as like, oh, he's just saying that because he's rich.
1: Like I'd rather listen to a politician on what they're –
0: Right, exactly.
1: An athlete. Yeah, you liken it to the, the like the the Chappelle the 9 comedy, nine like to ja <laughs> hear from Ja Rule. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where's Ja? Where's Ja? Ball,
2: ja uh, would what's that call. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Ja would be like, "I don't know, my baby." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Still got the scratchy ass voice. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I agree too. When it comes to like political views, it's like. Who cares? It's I mean, like it's just one person's political views. I think it was more, I think it was because more of like who that person was going against. Because like I get Jesse Helms was a uh, notorious racist, and I think they just wanted him out. But um, in the end, like not today, like in today's athlete, like honestly, it's like if they cheer for one political, you know, party or political person, I mean that that's their business. I don't know why it's such a huge thing. But um I do want to add to uh, a couple of like, get your moments to this because just real quick. First off, uh Slim Boulder looks like a hustler. Mm-hmm. Like that that guy is literally like he went in the WWF. That was slick, that was the manager slick, that was the keem and stuff. Like that is a hundred percent like he is a hundred percent a hustler. You don't even have to add golf hustle, he probably hustles everything. They put his job as a hustler.
0: You can tell by the way he walks; he's got that that, that bounce, like a hustler. You know, <laughs> so, so he is
2: such a hustler that somehow he hustled his golf clubs into the courtroom painting or the picture. <laughs> like, why? Who, who, who brought the golf? <laughs> like, yeah, it make this time time. guy draw the golf clubs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he had a tea time after the golf after after, after the court case. You know? Yeah, hey, I'm guilty. I got my two two times.
2: He's like, "Let me, you, what, what's, how much is the fine? Get, let me get you back at five thirty because uh, I, I'm gonna hustle out Michael again for another mill and a half. And then um, Jerry Krause is the biggest cuck of Scottie Pippen <laughs> and Michael Jordan's career because I swear to God, every time, every time somebody was interested, like Jerry Krause interested in one of those players, like. Da- Tony Kukoc or Dan Marley, Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan would just constantly would just be like, yo, let me get them, and then just destroy them,
1: like, yeah. constant.
2: Yeah, man, I was like, they, man, like,
1: go ahead. they ahead. They interviewed Tony Kukoc, and he's like, yeah, I didn't know the background between Jordan and then I was wondering why they're all just, like, playing so serious. Dan <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, Marley. <laughs> <laughs> For Jerry, real, man. Somebody check
2: on uh, Jerry Krause's wife, man. Because uh, yeah, so <laughs> took care took care of her too.
0: Well, the I mean that that's okay. So like you know, I mean that that's the kind of the part that I kind of like is um. Or I'm talking to, with some people at work about the documentary and and what the situation between the players and Jerry Krause is, is. That some people in my work were actually looking at it like Pippen and Jordan being bullies to Jerry Krause, and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on jerry i mean you have to think about it jerry's their boss and he's like literally like telling the the people like the players that you guys don't win the games the organization does like that's like if our boss told us that you know they're the ones that are out there busting their ass and we're just here just just with doing stuff willy-nilly like wouldn't you be upset too yeah exactly It's the same thing. And it's like, and plus, as, reg, as an employee, how many of us have talked shit about our boss? It's everybody. So, you know, I I, I, I don't understand why people are like, oh, they're bullying him, they're bullying him, whatever. Like, don't you do that to your boss too? You know what I mean? Don't you be like giving them bi- body languages and side eyes and, you know, bad tones? It's the same shit, you know? the The other thing too is that like the only part that like, people I have to remember is that it's a documentary. So they're commenting on the time that this shit happened. You know what I'm saying? They're not talking about like how bad he was as a person, but as a general manager, yo, he sucked, you know? And it's like, they're not trying to make him sound bad, but at what, at the time that they, that they were all in the Bulls, like this guy really was bad. Like he really like messed up their feelings.
2: Yeah. I mean he, he, he knew
1: how to Go ahead, go ahead, Jay. Sorry, I was gonna say the biggest the biggest downfall for Jerry Cross was thinking that everyone was replaceable. Right, yes, right. They're not. Like Scottie Pippen, there's no there's no one like Scottie Pippen like, besides I mean, yeah, there's no one that that was law. I mean, maybe LeBron James, but he's you know, bigger, but there's no one like wiry and tall and athletic and still skilled like that. Like there's no one like Dennis Robbins, there's no one like Michael Jordan. It Phil Jackson with the Native American uh, connections. Like, there's no one like So Everyone, you can't replace these people. Sorry, Daryl. What'd you say? What were you going to say?
2: Oh, no. That's pretty much what I was going to say. It was like, it I don't know why he thought he kept on trying to put the organization above the players. I mean, I get it, what he was trying to say, so that everyone gets credit. But in the end, like, a lot of that is the players that's getting their championship that's winning these games that's putting this organization on the map and making the value of this organization um even higher than it when it first started in the 70s like i think it's like i think it's still in the top 5 today and you could even account that to the jordan days where they're like top 5 uh, most expensive franchises to own
1: and that's honestly probably because of jordan still yeah having such a bad record, but they have that type of <laughs> price tag.
0: Before before we get to the, the the number one get your moment, which I know I know we're going to talk about the um the the one thing you know Jay that you were saying about Jerry Kreis uh Jerry Kraus's downfall was um the second part of it would be that he drafted Khalid El Im. Do you remember him?
2: Oh, yeah, Khalid El Im, the college, yeah. Part? The,
0: the college player. Then he drafted Eddie Curry. <laughs> Trenton Hassel.
1: Marcus Pfizer is Marcus Pfizer in there too. Fizer, oh, Marcus Pfizer. Gun-
0: Who the hell is AJ Guntum?
1: <laughs> that sounds like a wrestler, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I,
0: I didn't know we had Chris Mim, y'all. We had Chris Mim. Oh,
2: God. Texas finest, Chris Mim.
0: <laughs> uh, he drafting Eddie Curry. But hey, whatever. You know, um, Okay, so the get show, the one get your moment that the one thing that sticks out of this whole episode is not Kobe, it's not the Jordan ones, it's not Slick, it's not Horace Grand snitching ass. Um, is the 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 white security guard with the Jerry curls? Oh, who the shrugs? Get your on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean when I saw that dude, I'm like, who is this dude? Like. I guess they just allow anybody to be a security guard. I mean, is this is this a, a, a you know what I'm saying? Is this like a special needs service type of thing? Or what's going on here? <laughs> I mean, th- this is, you look at that squad. You got somebody that looked like Carl Winslow, okay? And uh, no problem. He looked like he could hurt somebody. And then you got this <coughs> Gilbert looking guy with like, you know what I'm saying? Like with, um, with fried, you know, French fries as a hair. He, he looks like Arby's. I couldn't buy some Arby's. Then he got the Gary curl to go with it.
2: He I looks like, he a, like a like a if you told a six year old to draw Ric Flair with glasses, and like that's what you get a six year old drawing. That's that man. Like it's like, and it's like I know basketball players are taller, bigger, whatever, but I mean. That's your security, man? This guy is
0: like five foot seven tops. man is this, United Center? Whose man's is this? I mean, Shrugging this guy like looks like he was an ex-manager for uh, a Waffle House.
1: <laughs> well, before we make any jokes, Art, rest in peace to that guy. Oh, yeah, rest in
0: peace. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he passed away? He passed away? <laughs> yeah, he did. he did. He passed away? Oh, man, I feel so bad now.
1: He died in, I think, two
0: thousand sixteen.
1: But or we know he died. Uh, real more It might have been this year. But um, oh, shit. shout out to him. That's a yeah, he, crazy look. I don't know why people had that look, but yeah, I guess it will happen. I guess they're white people are to black people with that too. <laughs>
0: I mean, he, he probably was hanging with all of them. It was like, yo, so glow. Let me try that shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you look at the other
0: security guards, they were black. So you're just like, I'm one of them. I just yeah. – not, not just that, but like, listen, dude. How many people How many people can say that he beat Mike Jordan? That's true. That's in true. That, in that funky-ass game, tossing quarters, man? Come on. Yeah, that's when you know. That's when
2: you know you have a, a gambling – uh, addiction? I wouldn't say addiction, but he was just really into it. He was just really, really a hobby. Because man, when you're throwing quarters against a wall just for money, it's like maybe you have maybe something's going down. Bottom
0: like, feeding of betting games, gambling games, coin tossing. Man, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> of the barrel. Oh, like, how do you even approach people like that like hey yo man <laughs> i got these eight quarters bro and there's a wall right there it looks so light that wall looks so good you want you want to toss quarters i got this money man wait what like what let's just play cards money. man let's just
0: go get a pack of cards <laughs> man come on oh, man. mike's mike's competitive and addiction is to winning betting and gambling that he was so bad that he lost twenty-five cents. May, 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 maybe a dollar and twenty-five. Dude, Michael Jordan makes a dollar and twenty-five and she shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: man.
1: It's, it's crazy to hear about gambling stuff like 57000 dollars <laughs> check Slim Bowler. Yeah. Like, but he's got the money, so let him let him do it.
0: Hey. Yeah. I mean, his jet. kids are Make fed. Yeah, he's.
2: Uh, what's it called? Oh, his wife's, his wife's not worried. Kids are fed. He's right.
0: Uh, so that, that, that was a good, like his, that answer was probably the best. He's like, I don't know. What's the problem? My, my kids are fed. My wife's okay. Republicans buy shoes too. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so that, that's pretty much it. That's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the last dance it's getting good. It's getting to the point where now uh, they're talking um, getting into the playoffs I mean, do do you guys um have any expectations for the next episode? And isn't it funny that it's 2020 and with this whole COVID thing, that it's the Bulls and Michael Jordan that's making us feel a little bit happier?
1: I think that, I mean, going by the timelines, I feel like they're going to bring up Michael Jordan's dad's death, which I think is going to be a pivotal. Yeah.
0: yeah, you can't get past that one, yeah.
1: Which makes me bring up like, because he's, they're gonna bring up about him retiring. That's you know you can't hide that. And oh yeah, the baby. People, people have all these conspiracies about oh he he retired because of it was actually a, a punishment because of his gambling debts, um or because his dad's dad told him to play baseball. I mean I listened to an interview with Steve Kerr and I kind of agree that I think he was just burnt out. Yeah, he was burnt out from the 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 people saying that he's not a, like a political public figure, you know, and not a role model, um, the stuff about the gambling, you know, carrying a team on top of that, uh, being a superstar coming off of, you know, the Olympics. So he's now, he's like an international superstar. It was just he burnt out. And, and I think that's, I, I believe Steve, correct. I believe that's why he retired.
0: For sure. For sure. And just to piggyback off of one of the things that you're talking about, you talk about the conspiracy theories, And it's funny because, like, one of them was that supposedly the gambling problem was such an issue for the NBA that David Stern told Mike, you can either retire or take the suspension. Did you guys ever hear about that one? <clears> hmm
1: <throat> No, I mean you have access to the other episodes. Sorry did they did they talk about it or?
0: Well, it's a, it's a it's a it was talked about in the uh, one of the Chica- the blood on the horns the Chicago Bulls um uh, book and that that was one of the theories for the whole thing is that like David Stern wanted to suspend Michael for all these gambling problems. I, I don't understand like why would his gambling problems have to do with the NBA? I guess bad press or some shit. I don't know, but. I have to I I think that's all B BS. I, I have to agree with Steve Kerr, he was just burned out. And I mean like his dad passed away. Like the the guy has to mourn. I mean, this is your dad that 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 you've been with for your whole time, you know? I mean like why would you want to go play basketball and, and and live that life?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and everyone like mourns differently. So it's like right. his, you know, his dad being so close to his dad like it f- took a toll on him and like Jay was saying his dad wanted him to play baseball. So, I mean, maybe he just, like, it just took him in such a weird, crazy way that he was just like, you know what, it's my dad's dream. I I want to play baseball. And luckily, like, the Chicago White Sox were very um, helpful to him to at least, like, have him be on, like, the minor league teams because I heard that, that there was a uh, – the Oakland A's wanted him to – we're going to give him money to like start opening day. And he himself was even like, no, I want to make it from the ground up and like show people I can do this. And so then maybe that's like a thing to, for his dad too. Like he wants to show that he can do it too. So, um, I mean, it just, everyone's different.
0: Yeah. And shout out for the Oakley A's for trying. (laughs) Get
1: that, get that that money over here. (laughs) All right. We want some wrestling apps.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's do
1: it. Because we did just spend 30 minutes on... Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so real, real quick, I, I want to uh, touch just one comment on SmackDown. I want to give a shout out to Sonya Deville. But hey. Man, she's crushing it You know, from being Ooh. kind of the sidekick to Mandy Rose. She's really... I mean, and the fact that this is her, this was her and Mandy's idea to make the storyline with Otis... Mm-hmm. It just makes this lot, lot this much better and rewarding for her. So shout out to Sonya Deville for shout out for uh, sticking out there. You know, fire promos, man, fire promos. Yeah, going on RAW. I feel like I really, you guys, I enjoy, I enjoyed that gauntlet because I was kind of just like thinking, oh, it's gonna be Bobby Lashley overpowering everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I, I did like that. Lashley was disqualified which which doesn't, you know, make him look that bad after he just demolished everyone and then Umberto Carrillo doing his thing, he was out there. First of all, Umberto Carrillo was out there way longer than Bobby Lashley and man, Bobby Lashley like quadrupled his sweat. <laughs> and um but, but Umberto Carrillo carried it with no awesome against awesome theory, Angel Garza such so great and then the cherry on top. Obviously, it is AJ coming back
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Right. winning, uh, a ch- getting a ch- chance at Money in the Bank?
0: Yeah, I like the way they did it, um, and the whole DQ with Bobby Lashley. It still makes him obviously, it still makes him look good, it still makes him look strong. the The ending with AJ Styles was good. Um, I mean, what what who better not to show up than AJ Styles? Because um, I kind of was thinking like, oh man, okay, so we kind of have an idea how this is gonna be. And then had that surprise with AG Styles at the end. I thought it was good.
2: Yeah, that was really yeah. good. And his promo after was pretty good too, where he's like, Are you not seeing a ghost and all that stuff? So good for him. Good comeback.
1: Nice. And another I mean the only thing I want to make up bring up on Raw is so Ricochet and Cedric. So apparently their name mm-hmm. is Two Fly Crew. <laughs>
0: yeah. Ugh. breaking break dance group right there <laughs> Too the fly
1: it's basically just like too cool but with the black guys it's like the kind of
0: two they're flyer. flyer they're flyer they're flyer <laughs>
1: um dude yeah. i'm not gonna
2: lie it, you know what that sounds like that sounds like uh those like those group those cover band groups that go from like uh like midwest city to midwest city just covering uh Late '90s, early 2000s songs on concerts and like festivals. That's what it sounds right. like. I don't know what the hell.
0: They they this need to terrible. they need to come out to uh, they need to come out to Slim so fly. <laughs> as Just step out, shut the shower, take a bite in it, take a bite out. <laughs> They need to come out to that right there. Why don't they fresh? The voice, voice okay. you know, so <laughs> you clean. Know, I'm so fly.
1: The thing is too like. I wouldn't mind the name Two Fly Crew, maybe, because obviously it's the number two, so it's like Two Live Crew. So, like, I would, <laughs> I would like that if, like, if there was some sort of connection with them, if, like, the, if they if they had an interest in Two Live Crew, but you know Ricochet's not listening to that.
0: Yes! No, he's not listening to
1: that, no. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip, he's into that. Poppy, uh...
0: <laughs> right. He's you Can you just imagine them coming after this? Ah, that song is so good. Yeah, shout out <laughs> to that. <song. laughs> That's a good song. Oh, uh, man. they don't just come out to that just put oil over their bodies you know what I'm saying
1: <laughs> yeah the, what's their name who's Cedric married to oh he married to uh, Big Swole Big
2: Swole,
0: yeah. Swole get Big Big yeah, yeah. some of that oil from uh, Michael Nakasaka oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yo can we borrow this cause uh, we're gonna start stepping while, <laughs> while we come into the ring
0: oh and my then, gosh <laughs> And they're like, man, why you got that oil? Well, just take it. Bobby Lashley here, just take some of mine.
1: <laughs>
2: Bobby Lashley.
0: Yeah, Bobby Lashley. It's like, no, oh, bro, this is
2: sweat. This is not even oil. Get
0: the... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the, the damn ventilation in this damn performance center. Oh, man. <laughs> so you
1: got anything else on Raw? I mean, that's kind of what I... I mean, it was... It was an
0: good show. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it was... um. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, it, it's kind of like we're just waiting for the, the money in the bank. You know what I mean? It's not really much. Um, I don't know. What, I don't know if – I don't know what's the deal with Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins. Is Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins still even a thing? But he shows up, and you're just, like, wondering, like, uh, what are you doing here? You know? So Bro, I don't know. did. like, they're just going to kill him off or, like – all right, well, a, uh, you know, AOP's not here, and I don't know why you are, so we're going to have a few just to end this thing.
1: So, yeah, yeah, no more. Uh, or this, this is going to re- rejoin back once that guy gets healthy again? Or what's he-
0: <laughs> I don't know, but Buddy Murphy is about to be in the same place he was six months ago. <laughs> yeah, that's so sad, that's so sad man. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Uh, so, should we move on to... Uh... NXT and uh,
0: AEW? Yeah. yeah. We'll
1: do uh we'll do it. AEW. Uh, so, first of all, they're, they had the little video package of the women's division, like this, the shape of the women's division. And they bring up Britt Baker. Yeah. You know. Right. Hey. like a lot, winning some matches. Hikaru Shida, 7-1 winning. Shaye. Next- but then they put Penelope Ford in that combination. Yeah. <laughs> when did
0: I see Penelope Ford wrestling? It's like when did she have a notable match to even be mentioned among among some of these contenders? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like how
1: is she in the same conversation in terms of being a contender with those two? So like exactly. Unless she did something on Wrestling After Dark on YouTube or something like, I, whatever, at those dark matches. But I, yeah. I have seen her on. As of late, wrestling a full match on uh, Dynamite, so that's kind of weird. Um, I also sh- want to say shout out to us as well because we kind of predicted this: uh, Brody Lee and John mm. Oxley setting up for a title match. I mean, we brought I brought this up a couple weeks ago, and that I mean, Brody Lee was wrestling Jobber just to pad that record and legitimize him to be uh, a contender, kind of similar to what Jake Hager did when he wrestled for the title too. It was kind of weird though. Did you see when the when the the minions came out and beat up John Moxley? There's one guy with his shirt off. Like, what did he really just want to show his body off like that?
0: <laughs> it, it's a Dark Order. They do dark things, and, and and you know, basically, leaving his shirt off was a was dark enough, I guess. But I, you know, to, to just kind of like um go back a little bit on John Moxley. I I thought that match that he had with Frankie Gazarian was really good, man. Shout out to Frankie Gazarian, bro. Like I, I, I was like, you know, Frankie Gazarian, that all this time not being on AEW, probably gave him his little points and his arthritis time to rest. He looked like he was he was really, really really fluent in the ring, I thought. So shout out to Frankie Gazarian.
2: Yeah, that was a that was a really good match by him. Um it was I think it was like one of the first matches. And it was like, wow, look at you doing your own thing on right. on your I, own. Let's
0: just get just to like him. Oh, solo, man. You know what I'm saying? No SEU behind him, just straight up old school Frankie Gazari.
2: Yeah, hey, he even grew out the hair too, like trying to show some flex that he got he's not always bald all the time. Like he's like, Yeah, I'm not Scorpio or Chris Daniels. Like I can grow hair, like flexing like that. I'm Frankie. I'm Frankie. <laughs> I'm Frankie. I'm myself. I'm Frankie. Can't be a no, small,
1: uh, but... my name Frankie.
2: <laughs> uh what's it called? Um. Oh, damn! What was I going to bring up? The Nyla
0: Rose promo. The Nyla Rose promo. Oh no, that's okay.
2: <laughs> oh, you know, I was going to say Penelope Ford. Has she rustled? I've seen her wrestle in AEW Dark, but you're you guys are pretty much
1: saying like she hasn't rustled on uh, Dynamite, right? Like I haven't seen her on Dynamite only with no. Kip Sabian, right? Maybe from small spots on Dynamite where, when she messes, you know, kind of tinkers with the outcome with helping. Right. Oh, okay, but that's yeah. it, right? Yeah,
2: I'm, I mean, yeah. she's on was, dark
1: here and there, but, like, yeah. I don't even know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, but to have notable matches like Britt Baker and Kushida, I mean, even Nyla Rose, I mean, like, no, she hasn't even been in any, like, a uh, 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 match to, you know, move her forward.
2: I don't know what the hell
0: they were trying to do. You know,
2: I mean, she's fine though. Just move, put it out there, she's fine.
0: <laughs> but <Bye. Yeah. sighs> true that. Even uh, Stephen Wonder could see that.
1: <laughs> I do want to finish up my thing about Brody Lee real quick because like, I, I don't mind Brody Lee contending for the the title. Obviously, he's going to have his turn. He was a big signing, and he has. But for, but if you're the leader of one of the biggest factions in the AEW please change your finisher mm. the, the leader of a heel faction and you have the same finisher as Natalia
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes that's so true that is so true and you're
1: a big dude like you don't have to, I, I understand like the clothesline from hell is is pretty cool it hurts yeah. I, like but just cuz a disc is just cuz so you turn around and do a clothesline it's whatever
0: And I don't like the... the, Again, we talked about this before. It's the way he positions it, too. It's like the sister Abigail, and then he turns around. It's like the dude could just run away the other way. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Like The dude could just regain consciousness somehow and just run the other way. Just run forward.
1: (laughs) Uh, Last thing, uh, I want to bring up the... I mean, the last match was... Uh, Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega versus Less Sex Gods. That is the best matchup. (laughs) Chris Miracle and Sammy Guevara, they call them the the Less Sex
0: Gods. Yeah, that's a good name. That's that's gold right there.
1: Yeah.
2: Dude, it's such a great match. Honestly, that was probably, I didn't think it was going to be that great, but it was a phenomenal match. I don't know if you guys caught the whole thing, but it was like uh, what's it called? Um, they had they brought out a ladder, and for some odd reason, their ladder was black and gold. Like, yeah, we get it, AEW colors, we get it. But you didn't have you could just you know you didn't have to you could have spent your time elsewhere instead of spray painting the ladder black and gold. You could have just left it this whole. Uh But yeah, like, uh, what did he do? Uh, Kenny Kenny Omega did the moonsault off the uh, picker. Uh, uh. The, uh, oh man. And then they ran over Sammy Guevara with the... Uh,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. With that little...
2: Yeah. Uh, I will say the best thing, though, is when they finally made it, like they finally won, Inner Circle won, spoiler alert, and they lined up behind the jumbotron for the Jaguars in the Jaguar Stadium, and it said Inner Circle, and they just flicked off the camera. I was like... Man, this is like the best lasting image for such a great match,
0: right? Right. And I like that arena that they that they use, the Jaguars arena. I thought that was a really cool arena.
2: Yeah, it's good.
1: Yeah, I agree. And um, there was there was one part with uh, the only thing, that one part. I mean, it's a small get show, but when Chris, do you see what they were doing with like that little cart? Like, did Chris Jericho, like, powerbomb Omega on top of a, the roof of a cart? But, like, he didn't even drop him that far. I don't know. It, it, yeah. it didn't hurt, but <laughs> yeah. I'm obviously nitpicking there. That was a great match. Uh, let's move on to NXT. Mm-hmm. I want to pick up on it. What would you guys think about NXT? you have any uh, thoughts uh,
0: on I, I actually liked it. I, I thought that equally both of these shows were really good. I mean, it was kind of hard to really pick and choose which one was better. But, I mean... I just was just waiting for the Ayushirai and Charlotte match, which I thought was really really good. Um, obviously, um, seeing how it panned out when, uh, you know, Charlotte took the uh the pipe and hit, uh, you know, disqualified herself, you could you could tell that they were kind of saving this for another time because the the way the match went, it was a banger for me. And shout out to Ayushirai for taking that crazy ass bump when she flipped and landed on the floor. Oh yeah, there was a lot of good spots uh, for me. Dude, I I knew that you know Charlotte and Ayush Rai were gonna have like a good chemistry, but I didn't think it was gonna be this good. Like, you could tell like Charlotte was really, really putting in a hundred and fifty percent into this match, and Ayush Rai wasn't trying to back down. So, I thought it was a good match, and this is actually the first time where I was like, "Yo, Ray Ripley, get the hell out of here." And that's what I'm.
1: That's what I'm kind of upset about too, man. It's like because this is this this is a match I was kind of looking forward to. There hasn't been a women's match I was looking forward to in recently. Yeah. Uh, yep. 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 And so like, for uh, first of all, Rhea showing up was like weird because there's her entrance music didn't even show up. She just showed up randomly. I don't know if it's because there were no fans or something, but like it was, it was like a awkward entrance. But on top of that, like part of me thinks that this match shouldn't have been tinkered with. It should have just been straight Io Shirai and Charlotte. Exactly. Disqualification, yes, and then and that'll help build to a bigger pay-per-view match, singles match between them. Like, I understand if, like, if, if Charlotte was mes- was wrestling Mia Yim, where, like, and then then Rhea can come out to interrupt after, afterwards, but if, if Io Shirai, Io Shirai to me is a bigger star than Rhea Ripley. So, oh, yeah. Someone of a lesser star to interrupt, and, like, I don't know, just, just, just interfere with a, a great singles match. I don't know. I, I didn't like it, man. And um, it feels like it's setting up to be a triple threat because Io mm-hmm. attacked Rhea backstage. So uh, I, I I'm, I'm I was hoping for it to be a singles match, but it's it's okay.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. I, I mean, Io Shirai is somebody that they shouldn't waste. You know they they got they gotta use her while she's really high I mean she's still young um the, the thing is like you couldn't really waste this opportunity and then I don't know why they still feel like Ray Ripley they need to include her i mean it, i I don't want it to look like Rai was just a placeholder for for this moment because she shouldn't be uh i, I hope that she's still granted an opportunity to to get that title
2: uh well first uh i wanted to put out there to jay the the reason they probably didn't do rhea ripley's entrance music is because you know damn well she's gonna do that kick and come in late like she did that one time with bianca belair to do her old like gimmick and on the ramp but uh um what do you guys think wwe or creative kind of like does that too much Like it should be a one-on-one, but they end up making like a triple threat or a fatal four-way. Like I kind of feel the same way was like the Ronda versus Becky should have been a one-on-one, but they added Charlotte Flair and now they're doing this or adding Rhea Ripley to it. Do you guys think they do that too much? Yep,
0: totally. Totally. I mean, they they even did it with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. They couldn't just have him be... In a match by himself against Batista. They had to put Randy Orton in there too and then had him go against Triple H in the beginning.
2: Oh yeah. No, I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I agree. You know?
1: Yeah, I don't understand that too. It's like your show goes on all year round. Why are you flooding You can spread this out, you know. You don't have to have all these superstars wrestling together. Like to triple that it could easily have been E.O. Shriver Charlotte then the winner of that could have faced Rhea or something like that, you know, like exactly. I mean, if if I'm, if I'm seeing two really talented wrestlers, I want to see it in a singles match. I don't want to see like triple threats and like just I don't know. Exactly. I completely agree. Um, is any, I have to bring up one more thing, uh, that man, that Chris Mannion or, uh, here, uh, the, Croft. the hell am I saying? Carrion yeah. Cross entrance with Scarlet. Oh my God! Get the and, and did you see? the wrestler? Was the was his opponent in there the whole time during that whole expose? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like all the all the dry ice clears, and all of a sudden you see Leon Ruff there, just just chilling, waiting for the. First of all, first of all. all, I
0: thought I was watching True Blood, y'all. I thought I was watching True. Blood. <laughs> oh. <laughs> with all that smoke and shit, I thought that. I thought I thought Kieran was gonna be like suck it, come here suck it. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know okay. what i And then all that damn dry ice, man. All that pyro smoke, bro. I mean, if if his just matches, I'm gonna be like okay, I, that's okay. But didn't didn't Kieran Cross look like a white guy cosplaying as The Rock with that damn tattoo?
2: <laughs> he, he's, he's good though. He's good though. But <laughs> well, man, yeah, you're right. It's cooking.
1: And then Scarlett Bordeaux would like she's on a music video over here, like lip syncing the
0: the lyrics. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, you know what they should have been coming out to. They should have been coming out to that damn song that they used in a uh, um Lost Boys. Do you remember the movie Lost Boys? Uh huh. They should be coming out to that, uh, that song, whatever the fuck that song is. I can't think of it either right now.
1: Um, but I get what yeah, you're like saying the, with that. I like the soul Fly music idea better than, than yeah. what
0: you're <laughs> So fly. Yeah, but what do you guys think about it? You, I mean, you guys, you guys like that? or? I mean, ahead, are they Jack. trying to make
1: like, a new like, Finn Balor type entrance where it's like this... Whole like theatrical thing, but mm-hmm. and I, I don't know too much about carrying cross, but I mean, the, I want to bring up the wrestler Leon Ruff. Is this like a joke, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Is this a joke on Leo Rush because he got released? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so super, super, they're really close,
0: it's too close.
2: So, a little tip on or not a little tip, a little like side note on that so leon ruff yeah (laughs) leon ruff so the russell that was facing carrying cross his girlfriend is asia smith the referee for that match so pretty much he just got destroyed in front of his girlfriend while she had to rough the match
0: that's okay but (laughs) um here's the song i was talking about that's not it okay no. Okay, yeah, this guy song. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm not. Maybe not. No, man. That was a scene with the dude that's like has a saxophone. No, that's not it. Um anyway, f- fuck it. Um I'll find it some other time. Do
2: you want guys want to talk about the uh NXT championship match too? The dream versus Adam Cole. What'd you guys like think about that?
0: <laughs> yeah, the NXT championship match, Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole. I thought this was a banger match. Um, real quick, Gecho on, what's his name, Dexter Loomis or whatever? For him, coming out like Horn Swaggle creepily out of, from... <laughs> I don't know if that's how he slides into other people's DMs, but damn.
2: <laughs> I don't know. And he, like, did it creepy. Like, he really did do it creepy. Like, on his knees, yeah, like- but moving
0: in his knuckles... I was like, what's going on over here? It's like he didn't even move. It's like he just like slid out like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, And man, shout out to him for wrestling in the tightest khaki denim, man.
1: <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. That he comes out all creepy, man. That was just like he comes out of Unsolved Mysteries.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> unsolved Mysteries?
1: <laughs> or no, the dark, dark, uh, dark Side of the Ring music entrance, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> A mystery. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, but yeah, that's all I got from NXT. Yeah.
2: The match was cool. The championship match was cool, so and that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. I think shout-out to uh, Velveteen Dream for looking like Macho Madness, the WCW era. Um, yeah. Shout-out. Was there something with Velveteen and
1: Marina Shafir? Like, they're trying to, as part of this promo, or I didn't I,
0: Maria Shafir, You talk about uh Roger Ra- Strong's wife?
1: Yeah, did velvet. I thought Velveteen did something with Marina as part of like the the promos for this, but
0: he um he did something regard he did something with them before, like he airbrushed his family's um picture onto his pants, but instead of Roger Strong being the picture, it was him A- and Maria and the baby. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, on the the airbrush pants, airbrush pants. Oh, so good.
0: <sighs> ah, that's, that's awesome. It was so good. It was so good. Right, Kathy Kelly? Anyway, so Money in the Bank. <laughs> yeah,
2: you want me to give up the uh, the matches that they have scheduled?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yep. Okay, so um, I'm getting this off of the CBS Sports uh, site, so I'm just going to go through their list. Men's Money in the Bank. Got Daniel Bryan versus Aleister Black versus Rey Mysterio versus King Corbin versus Otis versus AJ Styles. And again, this is like the cinematic uh cinematic filming uh in through the corporate building. What do you guys think?
0: Man, shout out for uh WWE making this uh money in the bank match be like global guts. <laughs> Remember when they remember at the end of Guts they had to climb that mountain and shit? The slippery mountain? <laughs> at least it wasn't like that, uh,
2: that was a, uh, things of the hidden temple where you gotta put the monkey pieces together. At least they didn't have to do that shit.
0: And then you had that Papa Shango looking guy come out of nowhere? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Papa Shango slash Godfather slash
0: whatever <laughs> else
2: his characters were?
0: From the Dark Order. Yeah. Um. I, I like it. I mean, to be honest, I mean, the cin- cinematic... I'm going to just say... The, the, the David Ayer-type, Ayer you know, Christopher Nolan-type matches um, that they do it, I, are really good. I mean, they did the Undertaker match, they did the uh, Bray Wyatt, so I, I'm pretty sure that this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Actually, I just, I just, how many cubicles are going to be wrecked in this match? <laughs> Jay,
2: who you got in this match, man? Who you got getting the the briefcase? Not Brock Lesnar, by the way. You can't say him.
1: I think AJ Styles, man. I mean, they brought. I heard that that he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be out for a while. He was supposed to be on vacation for much longer. They brought him back earlier. I don't know why, um, but I think it's to set him up to win this. So, I think I think it's gonna be AJ Styles.
0: Yeah, I like that one too. I mean, this is only the the one thing that he hasn't done in WWE really is one money in the bank.
1: It better not be King so, Corbin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: The go-away heat of King Corbin. <laughs> I'm going to take Aleister Black just to be different, but I, I kind of agree with you guys, AJ Styles. I think they lost a lot of uh, star power with Roman and some other people, so AJ Styles is going to bring that uh, the eyes back. Especially since the ratings have been kind of dropping.
0: Um, I, also, I also curious. Just I know we're gonna jumping uh, whatever, but like I, I'm kind of curious how they're gonna do their entrances. Um, in the in the building, is it gonna be like a, basically an intro to a TV show, like montage, like you're gonna have AJ Styles coming in from the elevator, and then like <laughs> Alistair Black coming in from like the the conference room, like it's gonna be like smoke. Like, full house,
2: like but, but full house music in the background is like everywhere you look. It's like AJ Styles <laughs> through the elevator.
0: <laughs> like he comes out of the elevator, he bumps into like Alistair Black, and he like they both shrug, like <laughs> <laughs>
2: they shrug and look at the camera and smile, like, oh, you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Or like, or like, or like,
0: you have like, uh, um, who else is in the match? You got like, uh, um, who else is in the damn Money in The make oh, Like, somebody uh, open Otis, or, uh, You know Brian? Oh yeah, yeah, you have like Otis open the fridge, only for, um, Braun Strowman to get whatever hit. Oh no, not Braun Strowman. Only for somebody to get smashed, and then they look up, and it's a whole like sequence of like, you know, full house bullshit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will pay for watch to watch that. Uh, oh, what do you, you think? want me to go to oh. the women's? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. women's
1: side.
2: Women's side. Money of the bank. Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Carmella. Again, another cinematic cinematic uh, match. What do you guys think?
0: I'm gonna go with. And those last, laugh- I gotta go with my girl Nia Jax, man. Uh huh. They <laughs> gotta go. With
1: Those last three names you said: Lacey Evans, Carmella, Dana Brooke. They're just like, yeah, it's just like a smoking <laughs> chamber. Was, like
0: <laughs> Nia, Jax, Oscar, Faina, and friends. Shout out the challenge. Yeah, but it, but real quick, is aren't they gonna have both matches at the same time? Yes, that is the, the so. that, that's what they're doing. Uh, that's gonna be cool too, because then you can have like Nia, Jacks, like. You know, throw the hell out of Otis, you know, into the, like, you know, the glass or whatever. You know, throw him into the vending machines and shit.
2: You know, damn well, Otis and Nia Jax are taking the elevator up to the top floor. There's no way they're taking (laughs) stairs. There's no way they're doing anything else besides taking the fucking elevator. (laughs) (laughs) Elevator, the the best fat person uh, invention ever.
0: It'd be funny if, like, Like in in like doing cameos, if like like they burst through a wall, that's in the office, and then you have like people in the creative team like trying to like do the work. (laughs) I don't.
1: Do you think Otis is even going to attempt to get on a ladder? (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm
1: I'm big too. I'm I'm just saying I'm a big guy too. I don't feel comfortable being on a ladder like that. Exactly right. Unless there's like two people holding the sides, right? Which might be the case.
2: I, I I work on the second floor, and I still take the elevator to the second floor. That's how fat I am. And it's <laughs> and I will tell you right now, there's no way you're going to see them go up a ladder or upstairs.
0: Yeah, but then, even after all that, they still have to climb the ladder, like what you guys are saying. Because it's just on the roof. It's like, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm, not, I'm saying like Nia Jack's not going to win this. Who do you guys think got? Who you guys got?
0: <sighs> oh man, I I, I still got night Jack. I still got to go with night. I guess Shayna Baszler would be the most endurance. I guess
1: uh, <laughs> I'm gonna think Shayna <laughs> Baszler again. I mean, um, she's not gonna get buried. She, she she got her title match at WrestleMania, and it's gonna keep going. I think they're not gonna they're not gonna her her stars gonna keep rising. So like they're gonna give her that money in the bank, right? Uh, to be different, I'll say Asuka, just because it's Asuka, but
2: yeah, Shayna Basler because unless Nia Jax like, puts concrete on the bottom of the ladder to make sure that it's safe for her to climb up wherever the hell the briefcase is on, yeah, concrete. it'd be <laughs> Just pour concrete
1: under the ladder.
2: <laughs> like, what's the cement mixer doing here? It's like, oh, well, okay, now Nia Jax is winning. Cement mixer doing on the roof of this building, Nia Jax is winning. Oh <laughs> Raw Championship.
1: Don't you, don't you see the on the
0: Spoiler, spoiler alert right there. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna fill up the stairwell and then everyone there is gonna Oh no. <laughs>
2: uh, Raw Championship, you- Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins.
1: Who you got? Oh, real real, real oh, quick, I really real oh, quick, quick. I know Oscar's Asuka's, Asuka's been doing a really good job as of late on Raw. I mean, yes. She, part of me thinks. I mean, there's a part of me. I mean, I'm biased to love asuka but maybe they're rewarding Oscar for all her all her work as of late, being a great heel and um being a part of Raw ever since this COVID stuff has been had She's been on, like on every show, at think. So, oh, for sure, uh, Monday
0: Night asuka Maybe they uh reward her. We'll see. But sorry, I hope. So, I hope. So, I hope that's a good one, that's a good one Jay. I got to go with you on that one. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, I hope. I uh, hope but- that's the case. For the Drew McIntyre match, I think Drew's going to win. I think he's he, he's a star. They're not going to they're not going to stop that.
0: Yep, got to go with Drew. He's going to uh, Claymore Claymore kick Seth Rollins into that cement mix that you keep talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. this is leftover. Let me use this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I go with Drew too. They can't. Guy defeated Brock Lesnar, and they're just gonna have him like lose to Seth Rollins. No, it's not right. It's gonna be Drew uh, no, Drew for the win. Be here. Um, be here. Universal Championship: Braun Strowman versus. Well, they have it as Bray Wyatt. I don't know if it's gonna be the Fiend or Bray Wyatt, but that's that's who they have it as. Oh, it, like, apparently it is Bray Wyatt. He's not defending against the Fiend. So, it's,
1: so what does that mean? What does that mean he's going to show up in the the lantern and stuff in the hat or?
2: No, it's like the firehouse, Firefly Funhouse, Gray Wyatt with the sweater with the sweater yeah, vest. The sweater. Oh,
1: sweater vest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like confused there.
0: So who you got? Uh, I gotta go, abroad, I guess the guy he has to keep the title for to to at least be respected.
1: I feel like it's going to be Bray. I feel like the Braun thing wasn't even supposed to happen. It was supposed to go to Roman. So they had to have a filler there and for someone to beat Brock, uh, because Brock, Brock was probably, there's probably an agreement for him to not wrestle after WrestleMania. I'm going to think the Bray Wyatt is going to be the new champion and carry that championship with his little vignettes and stuff. Cause those are always entertaining. Uh...
0: Word.
2: I'll stick with uh, Braun as well. For, uh, what? The- Bray's your guy. What are you talking about? But if it was the Fiend, then yes. But if it, like, Bray's my guy. But if it's just Bray Wyatt, I mean, they're probably going to try to build this for, like, more till SummerSlam. So, Braun's going to win this. Cool.
0: Hey, hey, like, like, Dude, this is- I heard you go against your guy, man. I know, it's.
2: It's whack, but you know, those sweater vests, you can only win. You and Jojo got all the love, friend. <laughs> oh, speaking of all the love, you can, uh, you're can gonna love this one SmackDown Women's Championship, Bayley versus Tamina. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, there, there's actually some rumors saying that this might be Tamina's first um, championship win, they might actually put her over. Um. No, I don't think so. It, it, she's she's gonna lose. I'm sorry.
1: Wait, real quick, Bronze, So you're saying if Bray Wyatt loses, is Bray Wyatt gonna be like, "Well, I wasn't the fiend. I would have yeah. beat you if I was a fiend." And so, so I think mm. twice? that's probably what's gonna happen. They're probably gonna be like, "What's up?" He's like, "Let me go backstage and put on my makeup as the fiend. I can beat you that."
2: <laughs> Let me get that mask.
0: Let me get my Beetlejuice-looking pants on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my ice cream truck looking like I'm from Twisted Metal.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Gosh. Uh, man, the cement mixer is still funny. to me. It's like, oh, there's a ladder that's super reinforced with extra metal and steel? Oh, okay, now <laughs> winning. I'll just
2: turn this off right now.
1: <laughs> all right sorry uh yeah bailey's gonna win and but then this all just gonna set up for bailey and sasha so yep on to the next yep. on to the next all right smackdown tag team championship
2: the new day versus the forgotten sons is... versus the miz and john morrison versus the lucha house party
0: Hmm, I, I mean, it. I I want to pick somebody else, you know, I want to go with the, <laughs> I, I want to pick like, you know, the, the Hollywood rejects, Miz and John Morrison, but it just seems like they're just, when it comes to the tag team, it just seems like keep going with the safe pick, it's either going to be the Usos or the New Day, so like, as much as I want it to be somebody else, it, it seems like they're just going to keep it on the New Day. You know, and I, lo- I love the New Day. Yo, don't get me wrong, but there's other tag teams out there. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I want to say uh, the Forgotten Sons, it's not, I mean, I don't like them to begin with, but I feel like WWE does like them because of Riker, and, but I feel like it's not their time yet. Uh, the New Day will retain.
0: Yep. I just
2: know it's not going to be the Lucha House Party because it's never the Lucha House Party. And that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> it's never the Lucha House Party. Nobody wants them to win for some reason. Uh,
0: shout out to them, though. Shout out to yeah, them yeah, yeah. for working uh Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders. Mmm. Mmm. I got to go with Street Profits, even though um, the Viking Raiders, you know, they need, they need, they deserve to have another title. They need to have another title run. But it's just so weird, the, the, the layout of Raw and everything like that. It's like the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders were so hot and they had such a, a you know, shine on them. It just seems like after WrestleMania and, and everything, they just kind of like they became the Forgotten Sons.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true.
0: Yeah, who you got? like Oh, I have these guys? No, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Street Profits are entertaining. Just please don't put them on the desk again, because they were just so fucking annoying. When we remember when the yeah. Air was wrestling and they're on the commentating booth, just like yelling and oh god. Um but in this case against the Viking Raiders, I'm gonna give it the Street Profits, because they can I think they can carry the tile, they're great they're but good on the mic, so. Keep that right, run going. Same,
2: I, I agree. Uh, lastly, inter- inter- Intercontinental Championship. Sami Zayn versus Drew Gulak.
0: That's the last one. Wait, is Sami Zayn still wrestling? Or? Well, that's a thing. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I thought he was injured. No? did he didn't get injured recently? Let's move on to
1: our last call with Brother Jay because this will lead into what I'm. Even about, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go so, Sami Zayn is deciding not to show up to WWE. There you go. That's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah, is. go ahead. Yeah. By choice by choice, he declined obviously because of COVID. Um, he was so there was a, I think there was a SmackDown where Shinsuke and Cesaro were together, and when people were wondering where Sami Zayn was. It's because he didn't wanna he dispute. I don't I don't think he's in trouble. Like he's not getting the Roman Reigns type of you know, deleting your name from everything and editing you out of everything. Uh, I think this is there was an agreement for Sammy Zayn not to be part of this. Um I don't know, it might just be a personal thing, so he's not gonna be in uh so he may that event may not that match may not happen then. Uh, I mean, I happen. right. Uh, another thing on last call. Yeah. I only have the two things big things, though. Otis is turning into a serious competitor. Really?
0: Yeah, so what do you think about that and what, yeah. you, what happens to Tucker? Exactly. Just... <sighs> Uh, additional member of the Forgotten Sons, I guess. I mean, like that—that's kind of messed up because I like the team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing—the I mean, like, thing with Otis can only go so far. It's such a one-trick pony, and it's such an in-the-now thing. Like, what are you going to do with him again? Like, going to creep on and let him creep on Lacey Evans next? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's not going to last forever. <laughs> the new member of the.
1: <laughs> would be I was actually, I was actually concerned for Tucker, but now that you say that, that's like not a bad idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, remember, oh my gosh! I mean, they they came in as a tag team, and they're over as a tag team. But I don't know this thing, and having Otis be by himself actually might be bad. So and then did you see like these little like did you see like him and Mandy Rose and like, I think oh, I forgot Tom Phillips from WWE they did a thing like talking about Otis's background and how does he feel about being in this storyline with Mandy Rose and how he was saying how like well when I was a, when I was younger I, I never got the girl and you know I was always kind of ta- afraid to talk to them and uh this storyline is making me like relive those dreams like dude you are an adult like <laughs> What are you saying man Like you're making yourself more pathetic Than anything else You know what I'm saying It's like oh my gosh Like, It's like this is a storyline This shouldn't have to do anything with your real feelings Real quick
1: no, but because I, I agree, like Otis, this whole storyline is not going to last forever. Like they should be back. To, I'm right. Like, I would love for them to be back together after this storyline ends, but it seems like he's going to be WWE loves Otis. Otis is a star of heavy machinery, and uh, they're going to. It's going to be a solo act.
0: <clears throat>
2: I don't like it, myself. I don't like yeah,
0: it. Yeah, like, it it seems like it's just going to die quickly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because because basically the the. the the, the point of the storyline isn't Otis. It's Mandy and Sonya. Yeah. And and the way that Sonya cut the promo, basically the attention is, is going to go on them two. You know what I'm saying? So, like, at, at some point, Otis is going to be, well, I hate to say it, he's going to join Tucker as a member of the new Forgotten. <laughs> like, oh, the, the, the group is gonna be like man we got some credibility now we got we got heavy machinery <laughs> the
1: last thing on last call this this is gonna be the shocker <laughs> oh um so apollo cruz he got injured and he and that's what opened the chance up for aj styles True. So I mean there's rumors out there saying that Apollo Crews is going to turn heel. He will team up with MVP's management. I think MVP also has mm. two uh two white guys that, that be that be two fly crew. So <laughs> he's gonna turn heel and join MVP. And ah. use that whole injury and missing out as an opportunity as his like story as to why he turn into a bad into into a heel.
0: Okay. I I um I like that. I like that because you know props okay. Asuka, she she's also been holding down on uh, um, Monday Night Raw on Vega as well and Asuka got to throw an MVP on there too. Ever since he he's only supposed to come back as a one time shot. But because of he's MVP, he's had a consistent role on, on Raw. And his promo skills are like really good. The VIP Lounge—that's a good segment. So shout out to him. And I, I think this definitely could help more uh, Apollo Cruz if he teams up with VIP and the Two Fly Crew. Um, the only thing is that I, I, Apollo Cruz really got to do really got to commit to being a heel, though. Um, the, his personality—I don't know if he is even a heel in general, but. The moment that he starts faking being a bad guy, he's just gonna be just basically Ty Dillinger to me. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> to be a bad Ten. guy, just pretending to be a bad guy with a horrible ass fade.
2: <laughs> so my thing with Apollo Cruz is, you know how people have like, like bitch face or uh, like a punchable jerk face, like Jay Cutler.
0: I know a some jerk face. <laughs> the resting bitch face actually
2: <laughs> like apollo cruz has like nice guy face like he's too nice of a nice looking of a guy like he seems like his mm-hmm. smile is like infectious like he looks like he's just mm-hmm. happy all the time man maybe it'll change when he's a heel but i just feel like i can't hate the guy and that sucks cuz you know i i kind of hope this guy makes it somewhere in the wwe but uh
0: yeah i don't know man i don't know about him being a heel and all Hopefully it works. Exactly. It's like it's like it's like when you see a movie and the bad guy's Makai Pfeiffer, it's like, yo, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, actually,
1: it's uh, true, right? it's true. a blast from the past, like Tara Reed. Tara Reed fit playing like a serious role.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, when's the last time you heard Tara Reed? <laughs> Oh man!
0: And nominees uh, are for best actress. Oh, so... not Terry. <laughs> the
1: good thing is that he has MVP on his side to help. Be that mouth, maybe. Maybe he doesn't have to say much. So the funny thing is, though, didn't Titus O'Neil do the same thing with Apollo Cruz? Yeah. But I'm like a face, but not like as a heel, you know, but as a face. Yeah, he.
0: They, he yeah, we're Titus worldwide. Titus yeah. worldwide. Remember that?
2: Yeah. Just bringing back, bringing back Titus World right, I guess. But heal Titus. (laughs) Speaking of which, he had a match. He had a match the other day. Shout out to Titus getting paid.
1: Oh oh, oh, (laughs) Oh, man! Right, that's all I got for last call. Uh, Should we wrap things up with the? Here we go.
0: And now sweaty session. So sweaty session. It's just gonna be a quick little fun thing, and nothing, nothing too much. Uh, we're just thinking of um, since it, we are talking about last dance. We're just thinking of possibly doing some last dance like chicago bulls like nba players like comparisons i know we kind of did this before this is slightly different because we're using the people in the documentary um do you guys want to go first you guys have any suggestions or what
1: yeah i feel like everyone's watched uh last dance so i mean we're just trying to give any wwe comparisons so for instance i Mm. would say that phil jackson is triple h in the fact that Will Jackson also played basketball, so, so Triple H wrestled, and now he's in a not coaching, but like you know, he's in like a behind the scenes type role. And so he was as successful as a player, and now as an executive, knowing that when whenever he's handling things, things are going well. I don't, I'm, I'm not a fan of Triple H, but I can, I'll admit that he's doing a great job. Whenever he puts his hands on NXT things like that, it's a it's it's gold. So. I liken that to Phil Jackson who is was a great player and was is now also a great mentor, coach, and just someone who is helping uh, helping
0: build talent. I agree with that. I agree with That's that. That's a good one.
1: That's a good one. Hey, just uh, for go?
0: me when it comes to like Michael Jordan and the players, I mean, there's so many people that you could name that are the Michael Jordan of whatever wrestling. I mean, you can go from Shawn Michaels to AJ Styles to, to many people, but I'm gonna take a different route and I'm gonna name some of the women that I think that could be like in the Michael Jordan realm. I do have to be like Sasha, Bailey, or Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte are like in that Michael Jordan realm in terms of draws, in terms of skills, in terms of how many wins. Um, Scottie Pippen is definitely Bailey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 all three of those are Michael and then <laughs> Bailey's, <laughs> fine. Oh, fine. um, and then if I have to go Dennis Rodman, I got to go with Paige, you know, Paige is a free spirit, just like Dennis Rodman. She don't care what other people say. And it, you know what I mean? Like she's going to do whatever she wants. And she's very underrated as as a woman's wrestler too. So, <clears throat> I like that.
2: Um
1: Um Go ahead,
2: Darrell. Uh, I was gonna go with uh so this uh these two episodes showcase the uh famous practice that they had where it was like the passing the torch practice uh with Larry Bird, Magic with Magic Johnson versus Michael Jordan on the uh, on teams on different teams. Ooh, yeah. Uh <sighs> I'm gonna go with uh somebody who doesn't really get talked about during that practice, uh Christian Leitner. Because they pretty much told Christian Leitner to just stay on the damn bench because big boys are playing. Don't we don't want you on here. And uh, Christian Leitner is the librarians from uh, AEW because uh, the librarians just lose. They're just there, and you know, like uh-huh. they, everyone, they keep on going. Shh. Well, that's what they told Christian Leitner in the back in the in the practice. They're like, Shh. don't <laughs> don't even talk. Just just sit on the bench. We'll take care of everything else. We already got our teams. Christian there you don't belong here. Get out of here. So I, I, you forward
0: know forward. what? I agree because like the, the librarians were highly recruited, just like Christian Laettner was yeah, highly recruited. You know? Yeah,
2: yeah. So and now they're on the bench.
0: <laughs> now
2: they're on the
1: bench. <laughs> I'm gonna like I'm gonna liken uh, John Paxson to Christian. Because, <laughs> you know, John Paxson won rings. He had a big moment. He had the three against the Suns. Uh, to the championship, you know, and Christian won a belt. He was, he, he had a big, uh, his own singles moment. and he's also been part of huge moments as a tag team, whether it's TLC and all that rivalry with the, the Dudley boys and the Hardy boys. So yeah, I'm liking it to John Paxton because he's at their own this these big moments and he's just there. Like no one really cares for them, but they care about the other people, but not.
2: John <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's not a hall of famer people keep on forgetting that he's a part of all this stuff it's like oh christian was there oh maybe we should put him in the hall of fame but
0: then they forget about
2: him again i
0: don't know i guess uh, we'll think about it we'll vote we'll vote we'll vote <laughs> good I, I gotta tell you. Really, this is not really a comparison, it's just more like a foreshadowing to the man's future after wrestling. Bobby Lashley is gonna end up looking like Horace Grant. <laughs> <laughs> no, look like Horace Grant. Like you see how big Horace Grant is now? Yo, man, dude, the dude was like coming out of that polo. Like in, in a bad way. Uh and that's what Bobby Lashley's gonna look like at, when wrestling is all over. He's gonna be all like lazy. He ain't going to work out no more. He's he going to be still be trying to call it Lana.
1: Just built in thick, basically. Yeah. Built <laughs> thick.
0: But That's does, does Bobby
2: Lashley have snitch qualities, though?
0: Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't know. Just like how those uh, goggles look awkward on Horace, that ba- that little like sweatband that Bobby Lashley wears also looks awkward on him, too, so... <laughs> Um, I have to also make another comparison, too. I'm going to compare old-school Kane with the voice box to Bill Cartwright because they both sound the same. (laughs) Say that again?
1: Like gargling Uh, gargling
0: glass? Voice box Kane is the same as Bill Cartwright because they both sound the same. You remember oh that
2: Jay, where he yeah. used the Dan the thing on his throat? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. That's too funny, right there.
1: Yes, I want to say. um I kind of want to say the as much as I love The Rock and I, he's the greatest to me. But and I should, you know, align the greatest with Michael Jordan. But I want to say, but The Rock is more like Scottie Pippen because mm, okay. the thing was, Michael Jordan was a star from day one. You know, Rock wasn't. He had, you know, he was the big right. piece. And that's what Scottie Pippen was when he was first starting, you know, with the Doug Collins days. He was kind of was still figuring himself out, like Liv Morgan. So once he got Phil Jackson, once they got the triangle offense, I liken that to when the Rock joined the nation of domination, when all those – right. And he found himself – and so did Scotty Pippen. He got his first all-star. He was a point forward. And that's where his, where his career skyrocketed from there. So um, I'm going with The Rock and Scottie Pippen.
0: Hey, you know what, though? I mean, it makes sense because Rock for a big guy was really smooth and moved like a, a cruiserweight. Same thing with Scotty. He was a tall, lanky guy that, that had point guard skills. So, I mean, it fits. It fits. It's just I just I just can't think of you know the phrase. Do you smell what Scotty's cooking? <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: he's cooking those um Mr. T sub sandwiches, or were there with those with those cheerleaders? <sighs> uh, I'm gonna go with. So Isaiah was a big part of these episodes, and like it's he's a champion, but a lot of people obviously didn't like him. So I'm gonna go mm-hmm. with Isaiah Thomas. Um. <clears throat> Isaiah Thomas is a uh, either Ultimate Warrior or Sid Vicious because yes! or, or Lex Luger. All those three, all three of those guys are Isaiah Thomas because <laughs> because Isaiah like even though they were champions and they were winners, like you knew like people you hear people in the back like they don't want to they didn't want to work with them. They knew they were like um, stiff and they didn't like. They didn't know uh, how to true, wrestle. True. They were just there for the size yeah. and for the gimmick. The like, sure, sure, true. but then somehow they kept on becoming champions, and they didn't like people. Didn't like them. Other wrestlers didn't like him. So, like Isaiah getting kicked off the dream team because he, even though a champion, was uh, a hated guy. He is the ultimate warrior, Lex Luger, killer of Queen Elizabeth and uh, what's it called, uh, Sid Vicious. I'm gonna go with that.
0: Okay, okay, I got you. I like that. I like it. I like it. They- this is vicious. wow. <laughs> a tall, a tall white man compared to a small black guy <laughs> with like, and it's like
2: the the deepest voice with like Isaiah Thomas is like, you know what's up magic? How you doing? <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> <laughs> like
0: yeah, they don't have cheekbones when they smile though.
2: <laughs> I don't know why they hated me. I was it was just a rivalry.
0: <laughs> like, Shit. Is- Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Let's just hope he doesn't
2: white... uh, do
1: cut promos like Sid Vicious, too. <laughs> those pearly white teeth that Isaiah has, you know, it's misleading. Man. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that Jerry Krause, to me, the most obvious choice is Jerry Krauss as a Vince McMahon. Jerry Krauss is stuck in his mm. own ways. He, he, he's, it's his way, Is is always right. And that's how Vince runs his business, no matter how stupid the storylines are he'll think it's it's the right one and it goes it and yeah that's just the most obvious thing to me yeah i agree that's you a know, good one
0: that's a good one that's a good one well i think that's our episode guys
2: yeah <laughs> i ain't got no more
0: um well for me i just a just a you know ending i was gonna say benny the bull is compared to el matador you know just for obvious <laughs> obviously, obviously. Oh. Um, but yeah if you uh, like this episode and had a good time laughing with us you can find us on get your podcast on twitter it's also get your podcast on instagram um, look out for get your merch on IGTV on youtube and um, guys yeah, another great conversation for sure shout out great, to Charlie we
1: missed out, we missed out on him today but he'll be back soon um, hey, shout
2: out to Charlie man
0: yeah! Thank shout you. out to Charlie. Shout out to Guard. Shout out to Luigi. Shout out to. Uh... You put a
2: W on that name, like it's like Wario. It's like Luigi. Like the
0: evil Luigi. <laughs> Daisy. Shout out to Toad. We out of <laughs> here.
1: All right, peace.